Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high-octane boost of in-the-trenches, tell-it-like-it-is reality therapy for personal, business, and real estate investing success. With your hosts, powerpreneurs, Angela Thomas and Ron Phillips, it's time to get real. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. I'm Angela Thomas, and this is Ron Phillips. Hey, Ron. We're here. Hey, our uh, topic today was inspired by Ron because he's a great example of this. That's scary. That's scary. (laughs) Everybody out there, very scary. It's good. I I like having inspiration. So uh, real quick. So there's a quote I love uh, by William Arthur Ward. He said, adversity causes some men to break and others to break records. It's pretty cool. I like I that. That's sexist, Angela. Oh, men, meaning all, not a guy-girl thing. Okay? Not like men. I mean, it didn't say like men, not women. No, there was no not women in there. I thought it was inferred in the statement. Men as in people, Ron. Okay, got it. Don't get me all fired up this early in the morning. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have the vein come out. Come on. Oh, man. Oh, no, you didn't. Ah, uh, so speaking of uh, setbacks and adversity, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, oh, so today we are going to talk about adversity and setbacks and what happens. And this is, I mean, we are like as a culture, I think more and more all the time we're looking for an easy fix. You know, we set goals, but we believe that there's there's some magic thing that's going to happen to us that's going to bring us success. I know you even, you shared someone's post recently about the chances of winning the lottery and how that's like (laughs) winning the lottery is, uh, I mean, didn't, there was some statistic in there. I can't remember, but it's going to look, now I'm going to look it up. I know you got to look it up, but it's like a shout out to my, my buddy, Tim Bratz. He's the one who posted this and he, Oh it's my gosh, cool. this was such a great post. It was a great uh, post. I did reshare it. and uh, Yeah, but but while you're looking it up, I mean, everyone will relate to this. You Whether you know you do it or not, I think most of us, if we're being honest with ourselves, we're hoping there's some kind of magic, easy fix for something in our lives, like, you know, a weight loss pill or something that'll work you know, that makes it quicker and easy yeah, routes to do something that works better. Yeah. Like something's going to come out and just make things that are hard in our lives suddenly be easy. When the truth of it is success is supposed to be hard. Okay, I mean, ready for the right? stat, go yeah. for it. Odds of winning the lottery are one in 258 million. Which, and- you know, when you say it fast, you're like, okay, that's not too bad. Right. Yeah. But to die from being left-handed and misusing a right-handed product, one in 7 million, (laughs) almost the same, right? Oh my gosh. Win an Olympic medal, one in 662,000. Wow. President, one in 10 million. I mean, it's really cool. Actually, the the best part of this, uh, I think, is down here at the bottom. Odds in becoming a billionaire with a B in the U.S. are one in 559,000. That means you're 461 times more likely to become a billionaire by working hard than winning the Powerball. That is crazy. Let that sink in. Yeah, I mean, mean, so everybody knows that the odds are crazy, but Tim broke it down so ridiculous, 
And in such a way that it was, I mean, it really hit me and I was like, wow, that's really cool. That actually was not in here what we were going to talk about. Yeah, I just, um, I don't know. It just kind of went with it though. It, it, but it really does, it speaks to everything else we're going to talk about today because it's true. Everyone's looking for the easy button. Yeah. You know? A lot of the products that are uh, that are popular today that keep you know exploding in the market are things that make our lives easier um, because that's what we're all about. We're looking for the easy fix for everything. And um, look, I'm not opposed to things being easy all the time, right? I mean, no, you, you don't want to make it harder. Sometimes you want to have things easy, and that's nothing wrong with that. And sometimes you can buy things that make your life easier. We have on this show talked about how hiring people, training them, it's harder in the beginning, but it makes your life easier if you're a business owner, right? So, I mean, we're yeah. not opposed to- No, definitely not. To doing things that make your life easier in the long run. I mean, um, nobody's opposed to that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But- Definitely not. But- But when you have a big- Adversity causes goal. some men to break and others to break records, Angela, so- yeah. So, you know, you make this big goal, you have big dreams, you get obsessed with achieving them and you don't think about what the road's going to look like to get there a lot of times. So it's easy to, you know, when you hit a, a roadblock or a, you know, adversity on the path, you think something's wrong with your path and you, you know, shift gears or, or uh, you know, make excuses to yourself as to why you're not hitting this goal because of that adversity. So we're going to talk about that today and kind of, you know, our thoughts on it and Ron's story. So first off, like I was saying, we look for the easy fix, but seriously, look around you at anyone that's successful. They will tell you it was not easy. Success, major success especially, is supposed to be hard. It's not, if you want the easy life, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have big dreams and be reaching for the stars because no. that's I mean, not the go, easy life. Go grab a one-way ticket to the Bahamas. Um, I, I met a dude who, I mean, he, he basically yeah. lived under a lean-to shelter on the beach and <laughs> ate, ate food that people gave him and he surfed all day, every day. Okay. Easy life. I mean, that's what you want. You can go get it. That's, that's hey, okay. Not we're not, we're not going to go on about how surfing is actually pretty hard, but uh, no, it is really hard. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it is really hard. But it the is really hard. Thing is not that difficult. No, no. And you're not, you don't reach your full potential living the easy life. Okay. Struggling is how you grow. Just like Ron lifting weights, you know, you, you struggle at first, they get easier and then you have to up the, up the resistance. Right. Life does the same thing to you. Adversity keeps making you stronger. You grow every time you solve something, right? I love it. Because actually, yeah. when you're lifting weights, you're actually tearing apart your muscle fibers. I mean, that's really what you're doing. Right? Yeah. So you're, you're creating a tear, small micro tears in your, in your muscles. And you don't just keep lifting the same amount of weights, right? That doesn't get you, no, doesn't because get you the results. You feed your muscles the appropriate nutrients then they heal and they heal and they're stronger than they were before. So the adversity actually rips them and tears them, makes them weaker. And then what you feed into them lets them repair and grow stronger so that you can lift more next time. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's really weird that, um, I mean, it's just like life. You, you, you kind of get torn down by mm -hmm. adversity 
But if you're constantly feeding good into you and hanging around with good people, they buoy you up. And keeping the right mindset. You come back stronger. Exactly. I think even when someone goes through that cycle, sometimes we have the, I see these people at the gym, they're constantly lifting the exact same weight all the time. Like they're trying to maintain. And I'm thinking to myself, you don't get to make, there's no maintenance. You can't maintain. You don't maintain. No, That's not the way Going up or down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really unfortunate because if they just knew, they could become so much better. Heck yeah. But unfortunately, you know, nobody's told them. And, you know, you kind of turn into a gym creeper if you go and <laughs> if you know any of those people, just tell them to listen to this. You can, it's a nice way to tell them. No. Yeah. So Ron, do you mind sharing your story? What inspired this? This was a Facebook post you did. Yeah, no, I mean, not at all. It's, it's, uh, I think I told everybody a few weeks ago when I was wearing my cool, um, metal things on my fingers that I, now you my... got like little blue. Ones on. <laughs> now I have, now <laughs> I have KT tape that I'm using. Um, nice. Incidentally, I went in and told the doctor that I was wearing KT tape instead of the stupid metal things that he gave me because I hated them. And he goes, well, I guess we'll see how they're healing and we'll see <laughs> if you can do that. Right. And of course, I'm healing ahead of schedule. So Good job, Dr. Ron. Me, yeah. He had to tell me it was okay to use the KT tape. It's way more fun, way more colors. Nah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, so I mean, I broke my fingers Oh, it's got to be like five weeks ago now, right? Angel, six weeks, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And um, I was on a youth trip. I was out, you know, doing high adventure, crazy stuff. And I I broke them on a rope swing. That story is not important. And we don't have the video to go with this. But let's just <laughs> suffice it. to say it was <laughs> fail army quality. Oh, it sounds so funny in my mind. I wish we could have put it on YouTube. Yeah, Dang it. It's, it's really, it's really solid fail on this one. Yeah. And awesome. in the process, I broke four of my eight fingers. Of your eight? Eight fingers. I have two thumbs, Angela. Come on. Oh, man. Catch up. That's weird. Okay. All right. I got, got you. So I've been five. teaching my son that we have 10 fingers, but eight. No, that's cool. I'll go with yeah, it. Eight and two. You might want to reteach him. He's going to tell everybody okay. that he has <laughs> fingers and he doesn't. Eight fingers and two thumbs. We can debate that later. Go ahead. Okay. So anyway, I broke my fingers. And I don't know if you've ever tried to experience life or do anything that you're normally equipped to do with four broken fingers, but it is really difficult. I mean, everything. Like, I can't put much pressure on these fingers sideways or they hurt like crazy. And I re-break my fingers. So I had these big, huge metal things on my fingers, which were really stupid. And I couldn't do anything. I actually, when I... I told one of my buddies and he was like, yeah, you're going to have to use the feature on your computer where you can dictate. And I'm, I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't even know they wow. had that feature, but. Wow. All right. Yeah. So the handicap accessible features in your, in your computers, I had to use those to send email what? and text. It was really a joke. Anyway, <clears throat> the part of the story that Angela is talking about is I've been three weeks not going to the gym because I can't even pick the plates up to do legs. I mean, there's nothing at the gym I can do really, but at least that's what I told him. <laughs> right. I'm handicapped. So, I can't. End of three weeks. I'm at my mastermind leadership boardroom. You guys all met Sean McCloskey. I'm sitting there and what this didn't come out on my turn or anything like that. I'm just sitting there. I'm listening to people and I, and I, in the, 
in the middle of this, it just hits me. You are a lazy punk because you have let your fingers, you know, make it so that you can't go to the gym. Now, the week prior, so I get back and I start running because I'm like, you can do something, dude. I mean, do something because you're getting fat. And, you know, because I didn't, I obviously didn't change my diet. I just kept eating the way you I You kept eating like you're working out, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I decided I'm going to just go run in the morning on the beach, watch the sun come up. It'll be awesome. And it was the first day I did. I ran. It was great. No problem. Second day, got out there and ran. My foot started hurting about, I don't know, 6.6 of a mile. So I started walking and I, and I walked back and I thought, man, this is weird. Well, I'm just going to you know, I'll come back tomorrow and I'll run. Well, tomorrow came back. I like got out of bed and it felt like my foot was breaking in half. And uh, apparently this is plantar fasciitis. I learned. It just, it, it's another word for old, but you know, old, keep going. definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So now I can't go to the gym and lift weights, which I love. I hate running. I literally hate running, but I was going to do it anyway. Now I can't run because I've got my feet are hurt. So now I'm sitting there crying in my beer that I don't even drink and <laughs> near beer. And I finally like one day I just wake up and I go, man, you are such a punk. Go to the gym, find a way. There's always a way. Always. It's awesome. So I go to the gym and my post was of me. I actually took these straps that you put your elbows in and you, you hang and you don't have to hold on to anything with your fingers. So I go to the gym and I'm just going to go find something I can do. So I, these things happen to be hanging up when I get there because someone was doing abs. And I thought, well, I bet I can use those to do pull-ups. So I get up there and sure enough, I can't do the same type of pull-up I would normally do, but it was very effective. The next day I was sore. So I did that. In addition, at the gym, I just got some weights and put them on the ground and I used them to do push-ups because I can't have my hands all the way out. So if I put them on the little handles of the weights, then my fingers can be below it and it's all good. I oh, can do, nice. I can do push-ups. Nice. And then they got these two machines that are usually dedicated to chicks. No offense, Angela, but they it usually It like says chicks only, only on the machine? Is that... It doesn't say it, but it's implied. Okay? <laughs> it's implied. Okay, I'll the take your word for it. only people who ever use them are girls. I mean, that's the real... That's if the you reality. see girls using it, it's girls only. Got it's it. girls only. Yep. So I actually asked permission to use it. Got permission Good. from all Good the ladies in the, in the deal. And they're the ones where your, your feet go out and then your feet go in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've used those. Yeah. Abductor and adductor apparently they is what they're girls, called. But cool. Yeah. So I did that. And nice. you'd be shocked. I'm sore uh, using that too. <laughs> right. So yeah, I came us back. Girls work hard, man. Right. I came back from the gym and I was like super sore the next day and I felt good. Nice. Because where there's a will, there's a way. No, and, and your I, post, your post really hit me, hit home for me because I started thinking about all the things I'm doing that with in my life. You know, just you just make little excuses to yourself. Well, this happened to me, so I guess I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be able to do that that thing I wanted to do because now I'm, you know, Ron was handicapped. He can't do it, or I, I didn't sleep well last night, so I'm <laughs> not gonna get up early and do what I was planning on doing. You know, can't do anything with my hands. Can't do anything with my feet. Tell me something you can do at the gym with no hands and no feet. No, nope. you found it. I so. found them. I found them. they are actually at the gym. You can find them. You know. <laughs> 
So you believed in your capability, or at least you came to that point where even though you were, you know, you had this adversity, uh, you believed you could still do it. And that's the first step. It's mental. It was, you had to wake up and say, I, I can still do something. There's got to be something I can do because this is important to me and I'm not going to whine like a little baby anymore. Right. Yes. Solid choice of words. Yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. Something different. And then we would have had to put an E on our thing. So, <laughs> okay. Oh, a little, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's really true. It's such a cliche, but you know, if you believe you can do it, you can, if you believe you can't do it, you're right. You know, I, I, I quoted that. I, I said that wrong. But. This other thing too, right. I was just talking to one of the youth. I came here was one of my kids, one of my kids, my actual kids, or if it was one of the youth at church, but I was, I was talking to them about the difference between motivation and commitment. And there is a big difference because motivation can get you up and can take you to the gym the first time. Yeah. But yeah. Then when you break your fingers, you're like, ooh, motivation is gone at that point. Yep. And then when the motivation comes back and allows you to go run on the beach and do something you hate, well, that goes away when you get plantar fasciitis and your foot feels like it's breaking in half. Yep. So then what, what makes you go to the gym the third time? It's, it's commitment. There's only the only thing it can be is commitment because motivation is honoring that commitment because your motivation's gone. Yeah. Motivation is so short term and temporary, you know, Mike Tyson, one of my favorite quotes is Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until I punch him in the face. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, if you picture Mike Tyson is life and he punches you in the face, you always have a plan until you get punched in the face. Yeah. So the question is, what do you do after Mike Tyson punches you in the face and you get out of the hospital? I don't know. I don't know. I, that's never happened to me. So <laughs> probably, probably if it was really Mike Tyson, you would get some elective surgery on your face to make it go back to normal. Yeah. But if it was just life, then you know, there's any number of things you could do. Yeah. You got to, uh, so Ron, you, uh, you had to let go of expectations you had for how you were going to accomplish this goal. You know, you had to, you, you had, you know, these plans and you had to, you had to adapt and change them and find a new way to do it, which takes real determination and commitment, like you said. So that's the moment when that happens to you. That's when you have to be creative. You have to believe in yourself, get the right mindset, and then let go of any expectations you had and figure out how you're going to do it now. Just change your plan, adjust course. And, and all of that starts with, you know, your plan, your, your vision for your future. And, you know, Ron has one, so he was able to hold on to that even when his, his plan was completely, you know, thrown off course. So. Yeah. And and working out isn't just a cool thing I do, um, to keep my body in shape and, you know, look good. It is, I, need, and, I mean, you do look good. So I do. If you guys haven't been on the video yet, you should really jump on the video. <laughs> yeah, go check that out. I mean, I don't want to pat myself on the back or anything, but yeah, hot, pretty hot. good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, but sorry. I actually need the gym. It's it's not like because I felt like crap for three weeks. Yeah. No, and I talked about that on here day. too. Like, yeah, it's a mental thing, even more than looking good. It. It puts you in the right mindset and releases stress and it just, it makes you feel good. So here's the other thing I didn't put on the post. Everything was going the wrong way. I started to sleep in because why get up? 
I got an hour and a half I don't do at the gym anymore. So why would I get up? In addition to that, the gym is where I'm, I told you guys, I'm audio book guy. So I, I do my books at the gym. So that's where your personal so, development was happening and that all got cut off. Huh? I mean, you think, you just think through how things spiral out of control because just from the one thing that I couldn't do anymore, now I've affected my entire day, my personal and my business financial growth. I'm, I'm sleeping in, which means I'm sluggish. I'm not getting up and I'm not getting my blood flowing, which is really, really important for me. And that's the time of day I need it to happen, right? So if I don't have that happen, my whole day goes slow. It's like I'm in slow motion the entire day. I would get tired earlier. Everything was a mess. And I could actually feel that it was a mess. You know, the other thing that happened, this is crazy because I didn't put this in the post either. But the other thing that happened to me was I started to eat worse. And, And, you know, you think through the rationale of this in your brain, it makes no sense. But I'm like, well, I can't go to the gym anyway, so I may as well pound the candy down. So what's the point? Yeah. And I hear that from so many people, but here I am, the guy who tells other people they shouldn't do that. Here I am, because this happened to me, I went through a small little period where this is exactly how I felt. (laughs) Wow. And you got to shake yourself out of that and get back into the commitment zone, right? Yeah. And figure it out. You took a minute, I mean, when that was happening to kind of regroup, it gave you a a second to realize what was actually important to you. It kind of re- helped. I, I don't know. I think that kind of kicked you in the butt and helped you realize, you know, what you really wanted and that that's kind of what helped you decide that you could do it no matter what. I mean, because you realize that that's not how you want to live. I mean, during yep. that time. So I, I think that's good. I think when you have a big setback... You, you do need to kind of pause for a minute and, you know, reevaluate the goal you're heading towards and how you're going to get there and then take positive action, which is what you did. If you sit around whining and playing the victim card, you're never going to solve the problem and you just won't reach your goals and, and you'll I mean, have an excuse, but <laughs> sometimes when life gets in your way, there's, there's some specific things that you can do to fix the problem. Sometimes there's not a whole lot you can actually do, right? I mean, but almost always there are little things you can do. Like like this plantar fasciitis, I thought, okay, I've had stuff happen to me before and there's professionals out there who know how to fix this stuff. I don't know how to fix it, but there's people out there who do know how to fix it. Yeah. So I go to, I go to uh, this massage therapist. I went and I said, hey, do you, I called her up and said, hey, can you help with plantar fasciitis? Can you help me figure this out? Absolutely. So I go in, next day I feel a little bit better. And then from my post, I remember my brother's actually a physical therapist. Okay, idiot, you could call your brother. I mean, your, your brother knows a little something about this, right? And he gave me all kinds of things that I could do to strengthen my foot back up and, and give me some ideas of what I need to do to not make it worse and yeah. to help it get better, right? And it's because I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not just going to sit here and let this thing take me down. I'm yeah. going to do everything I can to, to solve this problem. And There's I'm going to use all yeah. the resources around me to make that happen. And whether you realize it or not, everyone has that same choice. You can be a victim and, and say that you had these excuses and maybe they're real, excuse, real things that happen to you that are horrible. 
But there's always some kind of positive action you can take if you get creative and you're determined and committed to your goal. There's always something. I've never heard of a time there wasn't something you could do. And that's where you grow, figuring that out. And, and uh, you know, with that commitment and determination, that's how you grow into the successful person that makes things happen. So, and then... Critical. It's, it's critical. critical. And like Ron said, don't go it alone. You know, there's resources around you. If you get creative, especially that you're maybe not thinking of, and and having those people around you and you know tapping into your to your uh, support of people in your life that's hugely important for getting you know, where you want to go we rip on social media a lot because it takes a lot of people's time from doing things that they could otherwise be doing that are more productive one yep. thing it's really good at though is you can cuz there's so many freaking people on on social media you have a lot of resources there that you probably don't even realize you have. Um, yeah. On my post, I got all kinds of suggestions of things I could do, right? One yeah, from my did. brother, which was kind of like a, hey, stupid. Hey, you know, your you're brother. A therapist. <laughs> Not only is he a physical therapist, he's yeah. a physical therapist for the bad to the bone um, military pararescue guys who oh my have gosh. all kinds of things happen to their bodies, right? And yeah. Anyway, I mean... So there's all kinds of stuff around you, all you have to, but you do have to get out of your pity potty just a little bit, right? You got to get out of that thing and you got to go and seek it because nobody's going to show up on your doorstep and go, Hey, I heard you had this problem. I know how to solve it. No, that would be the easy solution. And that never happens. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I mean, this was good. Thanks for sharing that, Ron. I think it's important. We all remember that, you know, these setbacks, they're speed bumps. You have to readjust. Very few are, it's like, they're not insurmountable. You have to face them, get creative, use your support group, and be committed to what that goal is, and you'll find a way. So, Commitment, not motivation. Commitment, commitment, commitment. Commitment. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, Ron. And uh, make sure you guys give us any feedback you have or comments, questions on uh, getrealestatesuccess.com. Or uh, visit us on Facebook at Get Real Podcast or on Instagram at the same name. Uh, hey, give them the email address for the questions too because we're going to do that Q&A coming up. Yeah, once again, we're going to do a lightning round of questions. Anything you want to know, uh, you can email your questions to invest at rpcinvest.com. We'll look forward to seeing you guys next time. Thanks for listening. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.